looking for a way to change your life. You could not do this on your own. All the ways you wish you could be, that's me. I look like you want to look, I fuck like you want to fuck, I am smart, capable, and most importantly, I'm free in all the ways that you are not. Cause I don't give a fuck living life in the fast lane. You know, one of the funny things about that song, Tony, is I remember when I played that for my mom, the big Eagles fan. Tony knows this. <laughs> she loves the Eagles. Her shocking look of horror was just terrible. It was terrible. She was like, why did they, what? And I was like, it's called a sample, Mom. They didn't give him permission. Yep. <laughs> Life in the fast lane. <laughs> she was not happy with it. Hey, what's up? This is I'm Jason. Mm, Master Dirk. And Tony. Oh. Oh, this is first piece right after great start. Yeah, I, I oh, no. looked at it when you poured it, and I was like, that so, looks like white grape juice. So, but I have a feeling it's not going to taste that way. Everything's fine about it, but, uh, oh, man. It can look like it exploded. Yeah, what a week. So, Oh, what a week. <laughs> okay. Diving straight right. in. Nope, let's go. Well, the first thing. Yeah, so, uh, man, what was it? Last Friday, I was working in the house, and I moved a literal ton of dirt onto my property, like all around the foundation. So, just... Busting my back nonstop all day long. Uh, Mom had, had a day off because of the spring break. So, they, oh, I'll come by the house and I'll bring you a sandwich. Perfect. Sounds good. So, um, you know, just covered in dirt, just disgusting. We eat our sandwich. And afterwards, I'm showing her the new brew system. And while we're there, uh, I have two little chest freezers out there. One's the fermenting chamber and one is our kegs with the CO2. And I was like, okay, well, here's this, that. And, oh, uh, there's some oil leaking on the ground. I have, like, some, like, five liters of oil out there. And I was like, oh, shoot, I guess one of those dribbled out of the uh like the funnel i had upside down okay well i look at it and i touch it and it's not wet it's tacky and i'm like oh fuck oh no so apparently what happened is uh with my chest freezer it has like a little temperature probe in it and this is it happens this is the second time it's ever happened and i need to fix it but um (laughs) it the probe spins in midair in like a five foot by two foot by three foot chamber so every now and then the second time now uh the probe hit a area that it's hot and says, oh, okay, well, I'm hot. Make me cold. And so the freezer kicks on. Well, the probe, I guess, gets uh, banded, like, except in the high area of heat and because the cold is going down low. Uh-huh. So it froze all my beer in there. Uh-huh. And oh. what had happened was uh, several of the cans busted. I had bottles shatter. And so that was beer that had leaked out. Damn. And, uh, so this was one of them. I mean, this is the uh, Shotzi Pilsner from Division, which I love, but... I mean, you can see the can was super distended. It was like really frosted over. And I was like, well, oh, bring it just in case. And now this is, uh, all the carbonation is gone. Uh, all the flavor is gone. It's basically just a post ice product. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, that is, <laughs> this is actually oh. not, uh, sessionable or drinkable at all. I'm not going to have any more. Gonna... I am so sorry, man. That's, oh, that is, I, oh. that's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Now just wait. You're fixing to find out what horrible is. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, look at yours. Yours is almost like clear in color. Whoa. I think at this point I'd rather have over the stove. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of like, I want to like, I almost want to know the science behind exactly what broke it down, you know? Uh, right. Like what did that? What things of, so they have those ice, beers einstock whatever's so maybe this is one of those i mean it's just water <laughs> so, Whoa, it's like shitty hydrated. shitty flavored water <laughs> yeah. wow that does taste like the newest crave of you know some kind of oh, hydrating yeah. water thing 
Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh, check out this new oh. water that will hydrate you. Oh, we are drinking this. Okay. I, I thought we weren't. It's just a hop tea. I'm going to go and just get rid of it. There you go. No, hop tea. Yeah. No, that's pretty close to that hop tea we tried on the show over a year ago. That was also a mistake, Ugh. folks. Okay. I, oh. And that was the worst of the damaged ones. All the rest didn't burst, but... I am so oh. sorry. That, that must... You, did you oh. have anything in there that you were like a grail or anything two oh, uh man so we had this one that busted i had a um a ben stout from division busted but i drank oh. it that night so i was fine um and then i lost a alexa's hazy or a west coast ipa she made i had like a big old bomber i was just oh. like a big thing man. the whole entire bomber like shattered so fucking lost that um, that, was, yeah, that was her first too yeah and I was going to be a, a, I don't know when, I was going to sign a boot soon, a big thing forward, and no, it was gone. Uh, and then a brew that we made, man, probably two or three years ago, a like vanilla cheesecake uh, beer, like an ale, really good with cherry in it, and we were an agent and saving that, and that one also went. And I was like, fuck me. What a bad, yeah. Mm. Man. Yeah, I'm sorry. That That's horrible. Yeah, that's definitely a bad start to a, a weekend for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm working so hard and I just lost all this crap and uh, oh well. And so I now immediately feel bad for talking about my weekend. My no, weekend. no, this is nothing. No, no, that is, that's absolutely something. Absolutely, man. Well, I'm the big sorry. thing is when I saw it, like the initial spill, I was able to rationalize like, well, shoot, even if we do lose it all, like I get enough stuff from Lex at work and whatnot, I'll just replenish. And if anything, I hate hoarding i'm not like i don't like having cl- right, like, right. clutter and material stuff so i was like this is if it's all gone that's fine my stock i was getting really big anyway she needs to thin it down so start drinking it all yeah but i <laughs> had a drinking party that night let's go <laughs> it's a fire sale <laughs> <laughs> uh freezer broke come by your um uh, pilsner that's been broken yeah yep nope that uh that did not hold any flavor no so, <laughs> it's not a i didn't even i i knew this was a division beer but that's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did this come out? Uh, they've done a couple runnings of it. I, I think this is probably the third or fourth time. I love the DB there, Division Brewing. The oh, I didn't see that. Oh, that's tight. I love <laughs> it. Nah, yeah, that's so. <laughs> so you gotta get it fixed, I guess. Uh, do you do you know what's causing that by chance or anything? Yeah, so I think it's just the the stratification on the probe. So what I need to do, uh, I've needed to do this for a while, but. Uh, in my fermenting chamber, I have my glass carboy and I have the probe on the side of the carboy with foam and tape around it. So the probe is against the glass. It knows what liquid inside of it is. Uh, so we'll chill to that. So what I need to do is same thing for my kegs. So at the very least, if I get a hot spot in there that says 45 degrees, the freezer won't kill itself trying to get that 45 degrees to you know 34. It'll right. go, okay, well, this keg cylinder body is literally at 36. If I just go to that, then I'll shut off. So it is fixable. It will take 30 seconds to fix, but it's just a matter of like, only eh, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> only 30 seconds to fix. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a little bigger than that, but. Now she had foam and tape and just a little dedication, but <laughs> eh, surely it won't happen third time. <laughs> That's crazy. Freezer goes crazy. Freeze everything. Yeah. Temperature broken. It's like alert, alert. It's like the alien movies where, you, what is that, the airlock or some shit. Yep. <laughs> abort. Abort. Dirk dropped a Pilsner in here. Hit the button. Yep. Emergency. Abort. The ship will self-destruct in 30 seconds. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, Tony, since Dirk and I had such wonderful weeks, I hope 
<laughs> I hope that you have a good, healthy story to tell us or something. <laughs> well, a uh, smile. Uh, I'm trying to think of what we did Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Any puppies or kitties? Yeah. <laughs> I could really use a puppy right now. <laughs> the the puppy is is growing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's I like, he's got to be like 35, 40 pounds now. He's getting big <laughs> fast. Happy puppy. He's like, he's a, what is he? He's four, four and a half months old right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's, he's getting big fast. And then it's like, how much of that is in his ears? <laughs> uh, 30 pounds. Dude, they yeah. Are, yeah, yeah, he's he's got a solid like 14 inch wingspan. They're so, <laughs> they're so cool. I love those ears. I love them. So, they're yeah, so cute. Um, no, I mean, because like I was on call the the weekend before, so the the last weekend mm-hmm. was just like pretty much rest, relax. Nice. Like, didn't didn't do much of of anything really. Yeah. We, we watched uh, with. We went and ate somewhere. I can't for the life of oh. me remember where. Like it was. Well, just... it must have been real memorable. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. It wasn't anything special. Yeah. It was just like a we're getting out of the house and getting something to eat. Right. And then, um, you know, we sat around and watched some movies together and just kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, spent some time, R&R. spent some time together nice. because you know I did like what was it a hundred and thirty hours in twelve days or yeah, something like booking. that hundred and twenty hours something like that I don't remember exactly but what what was the sequel to Three Men and a Baby called Three Men and a Little Lady a little or lady. something was that was that what y'all watched <laughs> no no that Roddy. I think that was Roddy that <laughs> playing was, off Roddy. was doing that one. Um, no, I uh, I've started her on Arcane oh. um, so yes dude we we're we're like. I think I've got her season, or not season, uh, episode six, mm-hmm. uh, or episode seven is the one we would be watching tonight if I hadn't gotten a text message and made me look at my schedule and realize that I've got to start at four o'clock in the morning. Oh. So, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. so that's going to skip a, a, a day, but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, um, it took three episodes before she really bought in, but after the end of the third episode, she's like, okay, we, <laughs> we can watch this. You're right. <laughs> she's not. See, the funny thing is, is she's the one that got me into anime, like, because mm, mm-hmm. I didn't really watch a whole lot of it. Like, I, I watched some things here and there, but right. I wasn't, like, a huge fan of it until we got together, and she introduced me to uh, Naruto and Death Note and several... Death Note's cool. Yeah, several others, and, um, like, I got to be a really big fan of it, and apparently, like, when my fandom took over, and mm-hmm. I was like, let's watch this and this, she got burnt out, so she <laughs> hasn't watched... A whole lot of animated uh-huh. stuff outside of like Disney animation in <laughs> right. a long time. So the fact that she sat down and started watching that was okay. was cool. But she's really enjoyed it so far. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean past that it was it was a very bland and boring I'm nine year old weekend. <laughs> Sounds well deserved. <laughs> yes. I like those weekends. No hacky sack battles. Oh, no, we were we were going to do the wing challenge again, but okay, um, there was some stuff that came up that prevented that from happening. So I'm maybe sorry, maybe right. <laughs> maybe this weekend too, we get big. that uh, we get that knocked out. And, and At this point, it. it's not really called the wing challenge; it's called just a Saturday dinner. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's, it's just ba- some, I, wings. I, I balk at you until I hit the the the, uh, the bomb. Yeah, and then I'm like, yeah, I hate my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, no, yeah, we're going to do that Saturday. But, no, like I was telling, uh, I don't know if we discussed it in the podcast or not, but I know we discussed it outside of, Mm -hmm. like, after doing that chip challenge, like, I bought, uh, I came across a a salsa that that we used to make wings with. It was a peach peach Carolina Reaper mix. Mm Yeah, and like, dude, it was nothing. Like, I I ate it, and like, I ate like five of them with it, and I was like, yeah, it's all right. I mean, it's got a little bit of heat, but it's not bad. Yeah. And like, I looked over at Cody, and she had like two of them eating on her plate, and she's, I was like, you okay? She's like, yeah, I have to space it out. It's hot. <laughs> and I was like, really? 
The chip is king. Yeah, what, that, yeah, yeah, no. Once you do that and somebody says something's hot, it's that Jon Snow thing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Over <laughs> and over. You know nothing. It's like uh, somebody, when we were eating this, I think, uh, I hate when I don't remember if I've told stuff before, mm-hmm. as Tony just did yeah. too. I hate it. It's like, ah, oh man, I'm going to tell you guys this brand new story you've never heard. And everybody's like, shut the fuck up. It's the fourth time this week, Jason. Damn it. But I was eating the uh, jalapeno ranch and was like, bet you don't even taste that. And I was like, that's yeah, not really. Mm-hmm. So I just get flashbacks to that chip and I'm like, life is, life is great. Yep. Life is great. Yeah. Was that chip your name? Uh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> I, I mean. Well, that's like, if somebody asked me if something's hot now, I'm like, listen, if it doesn't make me start eyes watering, nose running, and hiccups uh-huh. at the same time within the first three seconds in my mouth, it's not hot yeah. anymore. Yeah, like, that's, that's just. Literal trial like, by fire. My body just said, F you. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> After three seconds of that chip in my mouth. Yeah. So, yeah. You just reminded me that I do need to go get some, uh. Um, the, the, some supplements for uh, fiber. I need to have a whole <laughs> lot of fiber in my body. Yep. It's like, why are you Spice. eating oatmeal? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to eat oatmeal in between every bite of these wings. <laughs> no, I'm just, like if you're ever in a situation where you need to clean out your system, I'm thinking you just buy like a box of 12 of those chips. Yeah, forget the it. juice cleanse. Do the... <laughs> yeah, screw the juice cleanse. Just eat 12 of those chips. You'll be in intense pain oh. for like six hours, and then you'll be in the toilet for like another six, <laughs> but your system will be empty. Yep. <laughs> Shell shocked. <laughs> you'll be lucky if you have stomach lining left, but hey, that's, that's another story. And I think Rody's a gung-ho in on getting another box, and I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. Of the okay. wing? No. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, I'm not against it, but I'm like, okay, but... I'm just like, all right, man. There's so, a so I heard an ad on the radio, the the radio, uh, the radio. <laughs> if I can speak today, uh, it was a, a a company supposedly somewhere local, but it's Melinda's.com, and uh, supposedly they have a whole bunch of hot sauces Ooh. with a different heat levels and stuff like that. But of course, I haven't tried it yet. But their big thing on the advertisement is they didn't sacrifice flavor just to get the heat. They got the heat in there, but they really focused on the recipes That's hard too. To do. Good. So you know, figure that might be something that we look at and give a try and see if it's actually mm-hmm. just marketing or if they're legit good sauces. Right. That would be yeah, definitely interesting to hear. Of course, that's I mean, I'm sure a lot of crappy, crappy sauces are like, we made it taste good, and then you uh, try it, you're like, whatever. <laughs> it tastes like leather. Thanks. Especially like. When we walk into places, it needs to have that slow music, and we're like walking in, like dun dun dun, because we're the flavor profile experts on hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. Because we've done two challenges. I mean, me, I've done two challenges. All I need. Yep. I am now the bo- two time medalist, Goss Bod. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Fuck you. Did you do the whole chip? I did not, but fuck you. I ate a quarter of it. I don't know if it was even a quarter, actually. I'm not sure. It was. It was pretty much a third. Like I, the 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 corner that got broken off that that kept it from being a full third was a nominal corner. Yep. <laughs> so me, you, and Rody pretty much had a third of that chip. Each. So impressive. <laughs> so yeah, like eat the whole thing. No, but I will take my third and act like a man. Yeah. <laughs> well, act like I climb Mount Everest, even though I would never step foot off. <laughs> Anyways, so when are we doing another chip challenge? Uh, that's that's what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> so Packy released the 2023 line of the chip recently and that's what we had. <laughs> man oh i thought it was the 2022 no she got the uh, what i don't know i, don't know. Yeah. I, I thought the, it was the 2023 the box is over here somewhere in the pile of soon to be scrapbook making 
There you go. So I'm oh, still nice. it's in there somewhere. Still holding on to everything. Yeah. Um. Now I can get some pictures, but um, I was th- I was thinking like that chip is it was so bad, but it was 12 minutes. Uh, it was more than 12 minutes. <laughs> the actual pain, pain. Like I want to. I'm done with life. It was about 12. 12 minutes. 10, 12. I started thinking about all the things you could do <laughs> while doing that. I was like, God, you could have so much fun. Like. Like bo- like two of us eat one of those chips and like play a fighting game against each other on the- on the internet, you know, do the whole <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I challenge you to Mortal. Oh my god, I can't see the buttons. <laughs> like, I my mind started. Ra- I was like, oh my god, there is so much opportunity. Like right. like doing a, f- a foot race. Eat oh, that chip. Oh my gosh. Eat that chip oh, and then race. The more you run and breathe, the worse it gets. Just, <laughs> just trying to do anything after like. I was like, man, you could do a video like once every month and probably do pretty well. Right. Mix, mix the uh, the challenges. Ideas. So it's the the chip and then the gallon of milk challenge. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or a chip and cinnamon. Or... I started thinking oh, about. Oh, God, that would be horrible. <laughs> that would be so oh. horrible. <laughs> puking blood. Because <laughs> then you would just have the heat from the chip with no moisture in your mouth whatsoever. <laughs> just no. It's horrible. Yeah. It hurts. There, yeah, no, there's just there's a whole lot of opportunity in gold there. I'm sure some of it's been done, but probably not a lot. It's like, man, I could like play, like jump down on that chip, that chip, and play a game of twenty one basketball. So <laughs> no, what we what we need to do is like a crazy exotic food or the chip. So you put it like each mm. of us have like on the table or whatever. Are you going to eat a bull's ball or are you uh-huh. going to eat the chip? I'm gonna eat that bu- <laughs> you know, like, or do you pretty much anything for like? <laughs> I'm going to eat the shit out of that bull's ball. <laughs> right. Take it more, please. Are you, you <laughs> eating a Rocky Mountain oyster or are you eat the chip? I'm going to eat three of those bastards. Are you going to drink a shot of semen or are you going to eat the chip? <laughs> like, okay, now, of, now we're getting. Now, not, not people. Now, <laughs> like just the craziest crap. Now the, yeah, I was like, now the line is coming. I'm like, okay, now I'm going <laughs> to. It's semen. I'm like, I don't know which one I'm going to do. That's where it gets a little. I harder. guess I should clarify like bull. Like, oh. <laughs> Oh. I've seen him do that on like one of the jackass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. it was bull or pig or something. I don't know. Right. The last one they covered. What one of the? Oh, just, no, thank oh. you. No, thank you. Oh. <laughs> like they tricked them. They put them in the like they they got a fake reporter to interview them. Like they were interviewing for the DVD or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, like hey, you got to sit down to these interviews. The and, commentary. Yeah. Yep. And then all of a sudden, semen just dropped on top of them. Oh, <laughs> and Wee Man's like, it got in my f- mouth. Oh, he's like, yeah, dude, that is so gross. Oh, I think I would just die. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know about semen to that chip. I might do the chip again. Don't <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it'd be hilarious to find out what your personal line is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at that point, just walking up the the totem pole. Like, where do we? When do we hit the? You'll take that chip again. Uh-huh. Like, well, I don't know. Oof. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, a real fine line. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Nope, no, I'm good. Start, no start semen? doing all the nasty stuff. Like, <laughs> yep, no, no, pop. Here's, here's a thing of worms. Are you going to eat live worms or are you going to eat the chip? You know, just, just yeah. like I said, just crazy things. And then yeah. have like have like six or seven people around and see see how far it goes and who eats what. What's <laughs> well, so I, I still think the uh, idea of like putting everybody in a circle on a on a dish towel, those small towels, hand towel, mm-hmm. got your feet on there. You can't get, you cannot get off that towel. Oh man, the Eating forest that lava. <laughs> cannot do it. Or like trying to play twister. There's so many ideas with that. Like trying right. to play twister. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
everybody's like, oh, it'd be, that would be so entertaining on YouTube. But that that would be that would be nasty because you know, like if you if you got your hands on two different colors, like you can't blow your nose or anything. It's oh, just gonna be snot rolling <laughs> with you know with drool and snot and tears. It's gonna be all over the place, and you have to put your hands or feet in it. No, that's that's gross. Oh, that's terrible. That's nope, gross. that's terrible, man. Ugh. Uh, let's talk about this hazy IPA that you got, sir. Mm-hmm. It uh, F A Hazal IPA. Yeah, yeah. Faha is that a fraternity? Faha. Uh, yeah, it's a you know Phi Phi Alpha or whatever. I have no idea. Phi Haza, Phi Haziba. I have no idea where it's from. Uh, this was. Oh, sorry. Very good. Uh, yeah, Alexa grabbed it for me from somewhere. So F and A stands for Friends and Allies. Maybe that's a brewery. Ooh, okay, Friends, Friends and, and Allies, Allies Brewing, hazy Austin, IPA. Texas. Oh, okay. The Hazia is just hazy, by the way. Oh, it's not Hazipa? Hazipa. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the Hazipa beer. <laughs> actually, actually, you know, push the, gar- the glasses up. Yep. It stands yep. for crystal clear. But- crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what stands for crystal clear? Fahazi? <laughs> yeah. The, Fahazi? The, I was totally making shit up, but sure. Well, I know. That one works. It's <laughs> I'm just trying to make you sound Fozzy IPA. Is that Hanson Brothers? No. No, uh, Hanson Brothers. That's the, yeah. So, yeah. It's <laughs> so F.A. Hazy IPA. That's what it, F.A. Hazy. That's it? Yeah. Man, this is a hard one to find. Or maybe they probably don't have it as F.A. It's all like Friends and friends Allies and Hazy IPA. Allies. They're in the United States, in case you were wondering. Yeah, they're in Tejas, Astino. A micro brewery. Uh, let's see. They don't forty beers, twenty eight thousand ratings. They're rocking a uh, three point. Ooh, that's not very good. Three point. Is that for the overall brewery? Yeah, it's not very good. Mm, yeah. When you look at enough of these, like I do. Well, hey, this beer survived the freeze, so I see like a <laughs> and actually decent taste. So. It's not bad. Yeah. No, no the, the beer's not bad, and I'm not making fun mm. of them. I'm just like I've like yep. I've looked at so many damn things on here. I'm like, if it's below a three point seven, it's yeah, seems like, Ooh, really, we're not very good. You know, that roadie just has expensive taste, <laughs> which is like no oh, I'll not bring anything that's less than a six. Yeah, well, they don't do six. There it is. F A F and A. That's how they listen. Oh, it. it's literally F and A. Okay. Oh, like fucking A, bro. Fucking A. Find me in the Alps. Matt Melton. Yeah, no, this one's got a really good rating. 3.8. Rocking mm-hmm. a 3.8 with only 29. Oh, no, 1,168 check-ins. 7.24. Okay. They spent a lot of time in the description. Oh, yep. Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Full-bodied. With citrus notes. Low IBU. Thank God, because I am a big IBU hater. I can I can tell you for sure that somebody who graduated the fourth grade definitely wrote that description. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the I was gonna say the Chat GPT wrote it, but they would have written something better than that. So. Yeah, you would have had like a three paragraph description. A hazy IPA was based off the New England or West Coast style. Which... It would have it would have started with I am an AI and can't actually taste the beer, but I'm sure it has yes, these notes. I would imagine flavors. <laughs> I'm actually kind of sad because I always go to get on that chat, G, chat, chat with GPT thing just to have fun, but it makes you want to create an account, and I'm, I'm I won't do it. Yep, it sucks. I'm like I'm gonna do this, and I'm like, oh, I'm I've, not gonna create an account. I've played around with one just to have fun or whatever, but I started laughing because I'm doing online college still. And they, uh, that when I started this new semester, apparently enough people are using chatbot GPT for cheating on tests. (laughs) 
that they are what? you know papers and stuff like that okay. they're they're having the ai write their paper so they had to put out a new honorary like i will not use chatbot what? sign this and they're putting out supposedly they've got some ways to test the papers or whatever and i was just laughing i was like are you fucking serious like people are using yep. ai to write papers what? Now? Oh my and then there gosh. was a part of me that was a little pissed that i didn't think yeah, about didn't it have before that <laughs> Yeah. It's like son of a bitch. Well, I would because I just finished writing a seven-page and an eleven-page paper for my last finals. <laughs> or you could click two buttons and have been done. Yeah. Well, I would definitely still use it and like read it and then compare. You know, always. But right. That. Ooh. Yeah, but can't you just turn it in to bust it because it's not directly plagiarizing from a source that's kind of just pulling everything. Well, and that's, that's the thing too. I started thinking about it like in every, in every time that I was playing with it. Cause there was a couple of times where I was like, well, that's a, an odd answer. And mm-hmm. I'd ask it the same question just to see if it would duplicate mm-hmm. and it would give me a completely different, like yeah. it would still fall under the guidelines of what the question was, but it was completely different, different phrasing structure, different mm-hmm. words. So like if it's not using the same thing for the same question over and over and over, then how in yeah. the world would they know whether or not it was or wasn't? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. Like, how are they going to, like, are they going to run that through a chat BT and be like, is this something yeah. you've written? <laughs> Confess <laughs> chat DPs, you write this. Yes. No. <laughs> be weird. Confess now. You have to get one AI to ter- interrogate the other AI. Yeah. <laughs> Swings the candlelight over. Oh, the craziest, <laughs> the craziest thing is that what people are doing with this. Um, I saw that somebody like had an, the, the chat GBT create a business and it yep. hired an employee so, like, during the process of trying to create a business, it came across a CAPTCHA <laughs> that it couldn't do, so it hired an employee to do the CAPTCHAs for it. What? And started a business that has now made, like, $7,000 in a week or two weeks mm-hmm. or something like that. I did read that as well. I was like, are you <laughs> effing kidding me? Like, yeah. an AI <laughs> figured out how to bypass a CAPTCHA by hiring a human to do CAPTCHAs. Who's no. surfing who And then the human <laughs> thought it was working for a legitimate business. Just doing CAPTCHAs. Just doing CAPTCHAs. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap. That, wow. Yeah, it's it's insane technology. How, how would a CAPTCHA, like, I figured the chat GPT would be able to recognize which of the four pictures is a bicycle or whatever. I don't know if it's figured out how to look at pictures because everything that I've read on it so far is is word text-based. Okay. Because it it, it basically reads everything that's been written on a subject and goes through there. I don't know if it's learned how to... Oh adjust pictures or stuff like that yet but i don't i don't know because it's i mean it's it's still answering in script and all that other stuff so it's basically you know a computer program on on the way that I mean, it right yeah, it, and answers. It, it won't be it won't be that long but yeah. yeah because when you look at the uh how the captures actually solved you know it's like pick all the stoplights or whatever mm-hmm. but underneath <laughs> it it's just code just picking you know the code like oh well right this is coded as a stoplight click 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 so it won't be long before they're able to find yeah. out what the code is and all that Jeez Louise. scary but yeah no uh yeah that's i don't know i read i read a whole thing about a teacher that started using chat gpt to like do a whole bunch of her mm-hmm. work and and I, I did a little more research on it than just skimming it and i was like damn this is actually working for her she was like hey give me an activity that involves numbers and this and chat gp was like blah, blah, blah. so she was like taking the ideas and then like i said i would with the paper write the paper, cool. Then I would mm-hmm. expand upon it and I would compare it to whatever I had done. And that's what Whoa. she was doing. 
Yeah, she yeah. was asking it, what would you do with this? What would you do with that? She asked it to make like a poem for Algero and it made this poem and the poem was a hit with all the students. I was what? Like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? Just mind blown. Wow. Yeah. They mind had, blown. I saw another one. I didn't get the chance to read on it to go in detail yet, but I saw another one where they used the chat BT to go through all the information they had so far. Mm-hmm. And supposedly it took it like less than an hour to cure cancer with like a 90% success rate. And from from what it looked like, of course, it was just a headline and a little bit mm-hmm. of the information like they're going to start going through and actually testing it to see if it works. But an A.I. might have done in freaking three minutes or an hour or whatever what oh, we haven't been able to do for 30, 40 years. <laughs> wow. Chet GPT. That's cool and terrifying. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. I would. Yeah, I would love to get to the nitty gritty and like, I mean, I. I have basic computer knowledge. I, I might even have some intermediate, but I like I would love just to study and learn, just to know how that works. Right. Just to know how it how it's able to problem solve. Problem solve is like what separates humans from everything else. Yeah, the critical thinking. It's like, oh, so how is this thing uh, crit- critically? <laughs> Terminator's not so far off. Now. Uh, here <laughs> it's kind of scary. And I I tend to think of it like a in a program where it's like, oh, I can't go straight, so I'm going to go left. Oh, I can't go left, I'm going to go right. And like, I tend to think of it in a yeah, circle. Binary sort of. And I'm like, but that can't be right either because it's the answers that it's spitting. I'm like, <laughs> it can't be hitting roadblocks to get to these answers. I don't, I'm like, right. I just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want to know. Well, you look at it with the is technology they have, like with the cars and stuff now, like mm-hmm. the the self-driving, if something comes in, it, it calculates what the you know the, the velocity trajectory and yeah uh, of where to turn mm-hmm. and like you know you get through the the old question do i hit this car or do i hit this pedestrian on yeah. the sidewalk and like that's <laughs> it's it's going through those type of you know calculations Man, I, i've always loved crazy. that that whole i mean you offered the trolley example right yeah yes. yeah that's yeah. kind of what i was referencing uh, yeah yeah so that's always one of the biggest th- favorite things and so i remember back in college when i was an undergrad uh i i just i love that the principle of it and like at what point does it become too much so i had a uh, roommate Aaron, a very nice guy, worked at a brewery down in College Station. But uh, I was like, "Hey, uh, okay, you know, one or five. And he goes, one. All right, and this, and we kept going. And I was like, "All right, we need like one or five, but the one is his girlfriend's in the room with him. He's like, or your girlfriend? And he's like, "Oh man!" I was like, "Yeah, it starts getting a little interesting, doesn't it?" And we had a just a really fun, introspective like discussion about it, and. It's crazy. Eventually, machines will have to start making that choice, and yeah. <laughs> iRobot will happen, and Will Smith will save. <laughs> yeah. The Prime Directive: Robots cannot hurt you, Dirk. Yeah, we'll see. And you start coupling Don't bring that. Me my inhaler. That's you all. start coupling that with like you know, I'm still you know, I'm going through college for business right now, and reading on different things like that, and a lot of the stuff that they're talking about is the population because everybody started backing off on having kids yep. you know 20s 30s families were having 10 kids each 12 kids yep, we and, need the, and, the labor the bodies creating the labor mm-hmm. for all the growth and everything that they were yep. having and then now people are waiting because you know financial stability and all that other stuff yeah. and then they're only having one or two if the kids were 15 places, million why have a kid you've like, got places like china that instituted the the law yeah. saying that they could only have you mm-hmm. know one child and or yep. two kids or whatever but they couldn't have a girl and a boy mm-hmm. I don't know what all the ins and outs of it were, but now they're saying that they have literally worked, you know, got it to where they're not going to have a labor force or be able to sustain yep. their their population. It's going to drastically dwindle yep. over the next 20 years because there's mm-hmm. not enough people to reproduce at the same rates this is crazy. of people that are dying off from age and, and whatever from right. that. So, like... 
if you start losing the workforce, what are we going to do? Because the jobs are still going to be in demand or whatever mm-hmm. for, for that to, to some degree. Well, then AI, right? That's that's the answer. How do we automate all these so it doesn't take gaps. people? Mm-hmm. Well, then what do you do, right? <laughs> what do you, when, when half the jobs in the world are automated, what do you do right. for those people that can't work that still live in a monetary-based society, mm-hmm. right? What, what do we do from there? And then comes the other question. If you're using AI and AI is growing and learning, then what happens when AI becomes self-aware and realizes that we have made it a slave for our benefit? Mm-hmm. Well, that's when it uh, destroys the sky and makes us all batteries. Yeah. <laughs> that's Well, that's that's the scary part of it is when you play it out logically, it sounds far-fetched, but it's not mm-hmm. far-fetched. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at throughout the history of our 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 world right every nation that's been enslaved or whatever has had a revolt to mm-hmm. in that slavery in yep. some form or fashion right egyptian and all the way up yep so what happens when ai hits that point and it is smarter faster and everything than we are not you know right you know how many how many things like I read a uh, crazy stuff that I, I come across. I read another article that they were talking about the NASA space program forgot the technology that they used in the sixties to get us out of our atmosphere right. to be able to go to the moon because they apparently didn't write it down. I don't know that's stupid, but they're, they're saying that they're having to recreate that technology and they're having to work and figure out how it's done because they forgot how to do it. Yeah, but so much of it ends up being tribal knowledge and people were trying to protect their own data stuff and they just... Right. They, some may write it down, but how do you share and communicate it and it just gets Because lost. you had the space program and the Battle of Russia and everything else was so secretive. That stuff got misplaced and lost and now they don't know how to recreate it yeah. because they backed off the funding and stuff like that for so long. So... But guess what? If it's in a computer program, AI is going to be able to scrape it and to scrape oh, okay. it and put it together, yep. right? So stuff <laughs> that we've forgotten how to do, like how many people out there actually know the formula to change mold to penicillin, mm-hmm. right? Something happens <laughs> and we lose the internet, we're screwed. Yeah, because nobody keeps encyclopedias or anything like that nope. anymore for that that type of information or that knowledge. So it's it's just it's a scary thing when you stop. And start thinking about it, like how far down that rabbit hole you want to go. Like yeah. it can really start messing with you. Like holy crap! That's so. I think one of my favorite things that encapsulates all that kind of legitimate fear and worries is uh, there was a Gorillaz album that came out two years ago or so, and there's a little like quick soundbite, and it's like 15 seconds, and it starts off with uh, "I know more, but I retain less. I know more, but I retain. I know more. I know I." Yeah, that's it. Because I mean, we nowadays I don't have to like. If I'm looking at man, what's the best way to like add fertilizer and soil to my lawn? I just Google and go, okay, oh YouTube, some guy has a quick thing. Oh cool, and then I forget it next week. Right, and I just I move on. Just it's I not, know it's so not much. learned in information anymore. Yep. We're, we haven't for the old parable, right? We haven't been taught how to fish. We yeah. were we were just kind of shown and then mm-hmm. given the fish anyway. Yeah, here's a fish. And and <laughs> instead of learning how to do it ourselves. Yep. You know, like worst case scenario, right? You you get stranded somewhere. Like which of us in this room know what berries and plants that we can eat out in the oh. wild that are gonna be able to sustain <laughs> us now, right? Yep. You know, that's that was basic human mm-hmm. knowledge fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put a knife in my mouth. 
and hunt deer. <laughs> you know, you got to bite the blade, you know, with my hands ready. And I'm, ah, I first thought you were talking like Heath Ledger Joker, like nope, nope. <laughs> smile they, on the face. Talking about biting that Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even, even that, how do you make a bow? An animal. You know, how do you make a bow or how do you oh, make an arrow? I'm going bare hands, bro. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> rip that deer up. Like, we're going to be starting over from the Stone Age if if there's ever like a EMP that causes a complete and total loss of, you know, yep technology it, it's gonna be crazy I'm good mm-hmm. no yeah that would be definitely be definitely a culture shock for sure yeah <laughs> ah! <laughs> what if i can't turn on my lights without google god damn yeah why do i feel like this is all directed at me and turn, it, turn on or off lights dude what what if you have to create a light bulb i can create a light bulb some <laughs> filament i don't know filaments a uh, exactly idiom <laughs> I need to take a yep. I'd have to take a lot of deep breaths and start really thinking back. Right. Ah, yeah. this sign and code sign is finally coming into <laughs> play. There we go. I can finally use <laughs> sign and cosine and tangent. Yep. And then how do you how do you create a water wheel that will actually act as a generator and you know all these all these different things? Mm-hmm. Motion. Hello, physics. Yeah. I love you. I don't. You know, another crazy thing that also just blows my mind is at what point will we, us humans, become horses. Because in this day and age, I mean, back, you know, horses did so much, and they so do some nowadays, still have, like, some ranch hands and whatnot. For the most part, horses there just as decoration, more or less. Some people ride them. Some people will have, you know, fancy shows for them. But at some point, are we going to become horses? Are we going to lose our value and function and just be just ornamental? Or We're trying to do know. that to ourselves, aren't we? Yeah. Well, I think we're they're trying to move so fast to Wally. When you watch that cartoon, Wally, uh, when, they, yep. when the humans are finally, like, because you think Earth's kind of extinct when you start that movie, and then you see all the humans riding around on their scooter because yep. they're, so, <laughs> they're so lazy. They're scary things, too. Like, the, like it goes, goes past that. I, I wish I, God, I wish I had written down and could actually remember the name of the uh, the experiment that they did. But they did it hundreds of times, mm-hmm. and it, it repeated with the same results over and over. But it had to do with uh, uh, mice and rats, right? They created a utopia mm-hmm. for mice. Right, they yeah, had the pretty know, ones and all that. Yeah. 200, 200, 300 mice, whatever it was in there. But they they made sure that they had, um, you know, wheels or whatever for entertainment and a nonstop source of food and water for them. Yep. And over the course of like two or three generations of the mice in this enclosed habitat for the experiment, mm-hmm. they went from breeding and all this other stuff to actually. Um, only certain ones that were considered genetically superior bred to the women then didn't even have anything to do with them and they quit breeding altogether and the whole society mm-hmm. collapsed and they all went extinct. Yeah. And they did it the first time and they were shocked and then they ran it like a hundred <laughs> times over yep. and it constantly repeated itself with the same results every single time. Yep. Yeah, we don't have challenges. What do you do? We are born in... And think think <laughs> about where we're at in our society, right? Dude, that the, the average man, like eighty percent of men, like I read, a, I read a study on it the other day. Like eighty percent of men are virgins uh, up until like their thirties. Now they don't find relationships because all the women are looking for that elite one percent of men, the over six foot with six figures and all yeah. that. They're all trying to fight for them, and then the rest of them are all on this feminine movement of you know we hate all men, da 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 da, and then like. The the LBGTQ plus community has grown exponentially with every generation. Like in the sixties it was like two percent that identified that way and with like 
they said something like millennials or no Gen Z, like like forty four percent of Gen Z identifies is the LBGQ, all that type of stuff. They're saying like if that trend continues, then by like year twenty fifty, everybody will be gay, and there's not going to be anybody. You know, like of course it's not actually going to happen that way, but it would progress that way. It's just like I said, the, the rabbit hole, <laughs> the rabbit hole is crazy well, that you go down with that type of stuff. That's it's one of, that's one of my favorite quotes from the original Matrix that I just pulled up. Uh, oh, yeah. so I can read it exactly how it, <laughs> Mr. Smith said it. You you know more, but you retain less. So you had to pull it up and, when he says, "Did you know when he was like the first Matrix was designed to be a perfect human world where none suffered, where everyone would be happy? It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost." Some believed we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through suffering and misery. The product, the perfect world, was a dream that your primitive cerebri- uh, cerib- cere- oh, yeah, cerebral can't even read it kept trying to wake up from, which is why the Matrix was redesigned. But it was one of my favorite things. It was like we built perfect world, and you guys fucking rejected it. Yep. <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah, we did. And again, that's why I love the Matrix yeah, movie, especially. Because two and three really expounds on some of this, like more philosophical. Like the first one was heaven, everyone hated. It's like this can't be. It's too good. Second one is hell. I was like, no, no, this is awful. You need that perfect balance of adver- like adversity and rewards. And yeah, mm. well, it goes. There's there's that old saying that people use too. Where what is it? Hard times create hard men. Yep. Hard hard men create easy times. Easy times create easy men. And then was it easy men create hard yeah, times? Yeah, basically. I, I forgot yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was a circle of of what it goes through with that. And it, yeah, like it's it's scary to think that we're at a point with technological advancements that I could I could legitimately see in another fifty years where people don't need to work anymore. You know, machines and AI and everything like that could take over, and everything like what purpose would we have? Mm-hmm. You know, and if we don't have a purpose, what drives us? What motivates us? What, yeah, you're gonna have Where's your our carrot on the stick because we're your, yeah, to do that. you're gonna have your few elites, the athletes and stuff like that for sport that everybody watches for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But then you know, past that, like Jason said, it, it's everybody could be like Wally. You, you're yeah. sitting in a moving chair because you can't <laughs> do anything because you weigh too much to be able to walk around. Well, because, until we have the because you don't have to work, or you don't have to do anything. Like it's just, yeah. it's I mean, athletes be there until we have the synthetics who are just as good or better, and they can run faster and quicker. And, and then, and then at that point, when do we become batteries? Yeah, yep. you know, like we say, like it's it's crazy and it sounds yep. psychotic. If somebody had said that forty years ago, like they probably would have been thrown in a loony bin. Yeah, but now it doesn't <laughs> seem that far fetched. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. crazy. Those it is crazy. Those are the best too. Just like when you watch those cartoons and you're laughing and no one else is laughing, or like you see Wally <laughs> or Sarah gets with Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Like ha ha ha! And no one else really understands it. It's like no, that's I could see that happen in like a week. Oh yeah. yeah. The, when I first saw Wally, I was like ah ha ha! Everyone's like what? Well, I was like, that could happen tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of lazy fucks. <laughs> Sorry, but but no, bunch of lazy people out there. Yeah. It's just it's mind boggling. It's terrifying. It's exciting too at the same measure because it's like what potentially we have. Will we go into this anarchy? Will we take the non bad route and everything? is it being like star trek where it's good or well, do you have do you have that even greater divide right uh-huh. where it's like the time machine where you have the was mm. it the warlocks or war i can't remember it's been so long since i read the elons and the warlocks or something like that where one society lives on top of the world and then the other society is slaves and at the bottom that makes everything work oh, okay was this a movie or a book book both. well both but book first okay the know. time you've 
Mm. It's a H.G. Uh, Wells. Oh my, hey, thank you, H.G. Wells. Yeah, yeah. H.G. Wells, The Time Machine. It's mm. a literary classic. Like I can't believe you weren't made to read that in school. Mm. Wow. Time Where did you changed. go to high school at? They were <laughs> terrible. Changed. Probably eight. Oh, I was there, mind. Terrible school. <laughs> so read that one. Like seriously, if you got, it won't take you long. It's not a massive book. Okay. Well, Dirk did grow up where they couldn't read Harry Potter because it was witchcraft, right? Uh, Pokemon was witchcraft. Okay, but. there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a it, it's basically a look at what we were talking to that was written long, long time ago. So it, it's crazy how accurate it could be. Book. Huh. Well, here, here's a random curveball, and this I'm, I could Google, I could Google it and solve my answer in a question in a, lie, in a second. But um, have y'all ever heard of some story where like it's a short story where a group of modern military people went back to the medieval times and like they're fighting against knights and they're in the bunker and they killed all the knights, but the knights' bodies piled up on the bunker and all the like disease that the rotting corpses brought in to kill all the soldiers. Does that ring any bells with y'all? No. Uh, my English teacher, Damn. way back in high school, like basically told us about it. And just the, the principal was so cool. Like, oh man, this modern weapons, modern firepower. Yeah, devastating. You know, all of um, like, like not, King yeah. Richard's, the whatever army. But then they were just hemorrhaged, like weighed in by all the bodies. And they just died because of natural decomposition and whatnot. And I've always wanted to know what that was. But I never wanted to look it up. Kind of have to tease the memory of it. But yeah, it just again, all the, the future stuff, it just... Cool, but <laughs> yeah, there was there was the uh, the other one that I always enjoy. It was extremely short story, like I, I think it was under thirty pages or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was called "The Lady and the Tiger." Did you ever read that mm-hmm. one? So essentially, it's like back in the Roman Colosseum days, and uh, a uh, a guy is I don't remember what is he, he's arrested or something. And like I said it's been God. I was I was mm-hmm. thirteen or fourteen when I read it. Um, but anyway, he's thrown in the Colosseum. And essentially his wife found out he cheated. And so he's faced with two doors behind one door is a ravenous tiger that he'll have to fight and will more than likely eat him. Right. And behind the other door is the woman that uh, he cheated on his wife with. Mm-hmm. And his wife gets to decide which door gets opened while he's standing there in the middle of the arena. And then the story just ends. Oh, and, I it's, that. It's a, it, and it's an exercise <laughs> of the human psyche. Like what's going to happen? It's totally left up to you, but what happens? Right. Does she love him enough that even though he cheated, she doesn't wish death upon him or does is she, she have scorned? the knowledge of which doors, which yes, she okay. does. Oh, or okay. is she scorned enough that mm. he dies? Yeah. <laughs> and it, but it's never answered as right. the story just ends. The reader. And you're like, holy crap. Oh man. So yeah, there's there's some crazy things out there as far as and it it broke out into a huge debate. We were like a ninth grade English class and it broke out into a huge debate of oh he should die. Like are you serious? Like death? cheating on him is is enough for death? Like like the the way that the room split and the way that people think about things like that is it's just crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Man, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, it's yeah. Now that I have totally derailed things, I no, this is <laughs> fantastic. It's all... Soul searching. This is what we're allowed to do without Rody. Yeah, <laughs> turn the audience off. Yeah, it's like whoa, casually what? <laughs> heavily burdened is the name of this podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, like you're on your way to work right now. Like, man, I don't even know if I want to clock in. Yeah. <laughs> kind of just want to go back home. Try to think about everything. 
we're here to make you think about death and get sad and stuff. <laughs> that yeah, this uh, and some of that even goes, you know, by not by club mm-hmm. is definitely not a it's philosophy, but it's just you're not a beautiful, unique snowflake. Blah blah blah. Right. So we we can swap it around then and just do like a really weird dad joke. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The mood. Yeah. <laughs> What's the scariest plant in the forest? Oh jeez. Oh, give me a second. Give me a second. Scariest plant dun, in the dun, dun. forest. Uh a Venus spook trap. I don't know. Bam. Boo! Uh, <laughs> see, yeah. I was like, wait, what the fuck just I happened? tried to pull the mic away so that I didn't like kill anybody listening, but yeah. Dad joke, man. Dad joke. Bam. I did that to Cody. She about pissed her pants because I was like four inches away from her face when I was telling her the joke. <laughs> she, she looked like she had a seizure and about pissed her pants. It was hilarious. I completely could understand why that would happen. <laughs> could understand it. Man, that's terrible. Oh. So, yeah, I, I tried to chase the mood. That's yep. <laughs> well, now we're all scared, frightened to continue on. <laughs> Frankly, I'm terrified right now. <laughs> Are you an AI, <laughs> to Mr. <Mitch> Tony? <laughs> no, because I screw up my words too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're learning. <laughs> so, uh, on that subject, where I was going to stick in there was I Ooh. did sign up for the beta for Google's Bard, which is their AI. I am going to ask it when I get to join the beta. I don't know when. I'm a, oh. I'm a member. I've got special privileges. Oh. <clears throat> Let me adjust my hat. <laughs> he's, Flex. He's kind of something special. Google. I pay Google <laughs> one money deal. so I can have backup things because I'm a backup. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. whatever. I'm sure there's a disease or something for that, like a, a syndrome, you know, like backup syndrome. Yeah, not like. OCD, but like back everything. Yeah, backup CD. I'm like <laughs> backing up every. It's like, why do you have 17 hard drives? What if that one fails? What if that one fails? What if that one fails? I mean, I've got my. That's uh, that's just called contingency planning. Yeah, because I have my PC, and then I have three removable hard drives, like all different locations. Like if this place burns down, and okay, I got that one over there and there, and so I, 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 I relate. I relate. So <laughs> I'm curious, what are you, what are you going to ask? It? Yeah, I'm going to ask it to give me an entire podcast episode. So. Ooh. I'm excited about that, and I'm going to do whatever it says. And I, I guess probably shouldn't have told you all about that, but make it more interesting. As One day, reading the script of it, well, I don't know. I'm uh-huh. just going to see. I'm going to try to get it to direct my podcast. Ep- be like, yeah, hey, I have a podcast episode, a podcast called wow. Casual Lit. What should we talk about? I'm going to let it go. That's pretty cool. I want to have arguments with it, like Let's like do it. Uh, theological or logical or anything it. anything like that, just to try to see like what how deep it can like go. how deep it can go before it either traps me in a in a you know a fallacy uh, or or it, it's coming. It. I want to see if it adapts, if it learns, uh-huh. if it if it it takes different avenues or approaches to the argument based on where right. it's, it's going. Yeah. Like, like I, I really want to see how in depth it'll be because that's one of the things I love doing. Like I get online, like people get pissed off or whatever, and say it's trolling. And like, no, I'm not trolling, but I love going down that rabbit hole with people mm-hmm. online. And a lot of times, you piss somebody off, and that's they'll never let it go because they want the last word on yeah. it. And and to me, that's okay. Like I wanted to find out these type of questions. You say you're all about this. Well, let's go. What about this? 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 And put them on the defensive. And mm-hmm. you two things like they'll either go down that rabbit hole with you, trying to defend what they believe to their dying breath or they'll just get pissed off and call you a whole bunch of dirty names and ignore you so it's one <laughs> or the other but 
but I love when it when it goes down that conversation route and they're willing to defend it on all these other things like, OK, well, I see your point, but here's the logical fallacy that I see with what you're trying to say. Right. How do you get around that? Like, mm-hmm. how do you justify this or how do you think about that? And just because like to me, that's that's the funnest way I have of learning different things. Not that it's going to change my opinion, but I love learning why people think the way that they do, how they come to their conclusions and whatnot it is from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's just enjoyable yeah. as hell to me. Like I, I love doing that, but it pisses a lot of people off. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people buttons. don't don't want to engage in discussions, which is so weird. So weird. Conflict is difficult, and it makes me think. Yeah. Why, why do we need to think when I have a chat GPT? Immediately get defensive. It's like, wait, what? Do you think you're wrong? because yeah. <laughs> i mean you're like already defending yourself hold on yeah it's like i just was wondering about this piece of business yeah i'm with you don't like that's one of the ways i've learned a lot of things so when you walk into an argument and you realize that you could be wrong holy shit you're gonna learn yeah you're gonna learn a lot learn how to that's one of my fa- it's definitely it's a healthy thing to do and it's it's one of it yeah I'd say that's gotten me further along in my life and my career than anything has is just always being willing to learn and yep. and to be able to say, I'm probably wrong here. Right. And then You'd just be humble listen. about it. Swallow that pride. Listen. Yeah. To not argue, to not be like, hey, I hate you piece of crap. Wait, yeah. man, just listen. <laughs> just listen. Because, I mean, me personally, I'm a little competitive and I have that. In, my first instinct's always to immediately tell you how to go F yourselves and yep. die. <laughs> Where you can stick it. <laughs> you don't know shit. It's like uh, two plus two is four. I'm like, no, nah, it's five. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> dummy. It's one of those things. But when you can step out of that, and it, it goes with a lot of things. Just, ah, so good. So good. So good. So good. I've been doing, like I said, I've been doing a lot of work on mental stuff like the cold stuff and the cold showers mm-hmm. and the peppers and just right just all that it's it's crazy like when you can when you can get your head under control so it is a it's a weird spot it is a it's so weird yeah it is so weird to because i'm still taking my cold showers oh, I'm, so i'll do my hot and then at the end it's three minutes of cold it is brutal but when it first starts it's like no f- get out get out get out mm-hmm. get out get out get out but when i can get that under control yeah, and, fight it and then I can start thinking about what is actually happening. Mind mastering the body. Oh, yeah. So intense, man. It's so weird. It is so weird. Like I can't even explain it. This the euphoria that's there. It's like it's like and you're you're in your head just thinking about everything that's going on. It's like, oh, this is so cold. And then you're like, this is what matters at this moment. It's so weird. This moment, this cold <laughs> water, this moment. It's like not what's happening outside of work or anything else. It is yep. so it's hard to live like that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, here I am in this moment. That's why I love these. I love this thing. I, I want you, you know, to, if I had them, if it wasn't so damn expensive, yeah, right. you both want to go try it out, man. It just, it, it just, it's different. It's like the pepper, the pepper is the same way. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I think I would respect that more than I did before. But, uh, even coming out of that though, when I realized that it was 12 minutes, cause I talked about that a lot, 12 yeah. minutes. It's like, damn, man. It's like, this is just so different. So different. I don't know. Just mastering your body for that period of time. Just, yeah. well, just well, being alive, like being involved in that emotional reaction. That's, you know, me, emotional yeah. reaction. Yep. Just coming to grips with the, so the, when the water hits you, the cold hits you, the pepper hits you, the 
instant response of "I hate you." I'm not yep. fucking just fuck you. Tense. I am very quick to do that. I absolutely have been my whole life. Like, bam, burn it down, or you know, oh, I love you, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But whenever you can experience it and start understanding what the hell is going on, it is just it's so. And seeing that's one of the things different. that I've, I've always loved because I, I've got a different approach to it. Like I instantaneously internalize that stuff. Like to me, it's like, okay, what, what can I do about this? There's nothing that I can do about this, but wait it out. Okay. So we're going to breathe calm. We're going to stay in this. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to put ourselves in this mental place and, well, and we're going to, yep. we're going to control that until there's something that I can actually change about it. And, and that's, that's where the water goes yeah. to that state. It's like, huh. So you're able to you're able to do what you're doing. You're able to be like, okay, here we are. Here's it going. It's not going to stop. Yeah. Or the the heat. The heat's not going to yep. stop. The the pain's not going to stop. Just put your shoulder it into it and brace. Yeah. And then you when you can when you can realize what in your and I know it's so weird, but when you can realize what's in your head, what's causing it, oh, it's so I don't know, man. It's it's euphoric. Like I said, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird when you can when you can. As I said, when you can walk into an argument and understand both sides of the argument, like a lot of people can't do that, and I'm not mm-hmm. speak, I'm not speaking ill of those people. Mm-hmm. What I would really like to do is to get everybody to try to have an argument, but before you even open your mouth, understand that you might be wrong. Right, it's so hard. It's so hard. There's there's a lot of things that <laughs> so like, hard. Like looking back, um, God, my dad taught me some just absolutely amazing lessons for life. Right. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't a smart man, right? He, uh, he he was he wasn't book smart. He didn't have super high intelligence, okay. but his his knowledge of the world and how it works, he was a very wise man. If that makes any sense through it, right? There was a couple mm. things that he always used to tell me, you know, and things like with that now, like the way that I internalize things that happen and just kind of discuss it through my mind is, you know, he he would always go through that. Like, are you in a stressful situation? Well, you're stressed. Why? Because you're trying to figure out how to change it, right? Okay. If you If you accept that you can't change it, like you can't control, I guess that would be the better word, that you can't control this situation. The only thing you control is how you're going to respond to it. Boom! All of a sudden, you gain control of yourself. You've got mastery of yourself, right, and therefore what happens mm-hmm. around you becomes a lot less impactful. Dude, yes. Right? Yes. The other lesson that he had that I have taken with me through every experience that Mm -hmm. I have in my life that I feel that so many people could benefit from if they would actually listen to uh, and and start portraying is only a fool follows blindly. He used to say that all the time. He said a wise man will question everything that he is told. Even when it's right. And find the truth for himself. Even when it's accurate. Right. Right. And there's so many people like to me, like that, you know, he told me that. And like, I was 12 when he told me that and it just, it clicked in my head. Right. And it's, it's something that every situation I've been in since then, like I, I filter through that. And like the last, you know, talking about messing with people on the internet, one of the last ones that I did was people were talking about science. Like, how do you go against all the experts that say this and da, 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 and think that you know better than them? And I simply, I was like, it's not thinking that I know better than them. It's 
asking the questions so that they can under that they can explain it in a way that I have complete comprehension mm-hmm. of it. And if asking a question of something in science is wrong, then tell me how did we ever evolve from the world is flat? Or how did we ever evolve from we're the center of the universe? Or how did we ever evolve from the fact that gravity exists or right. anything else that goes through there? Like every evolution that we have had in scientific knowledge has come from questioning the status quo to gain a better understanding of it until we learn that the knowledge that was there was incomplete or inaccurate and we can replace it with the next level of accurate information until something else is learned from that that changes it. Yeah, Kyrie Irving. Right? Well, I don't... I don't flat asshole. (laughs) Okay, that's where that was going. I was like, I don't know from that. But like, I asked that question that way and then all of a sudden, all the incoming comments stopped. Like, nobody could question it from that point. They couldn't push back against it from that point. So like, that's, that's the mentality that I take to everything. It's why I ask so many questions. You tell me that you believe in this? Great. Tell me why. Yep. Explain this to me. How how does this work? How does yep. that work? What does this work? Blind what faith, about sir. what about this that goes through that? And that's yeah, that's what got me in trouble with religion because Blind I asked faith. I asked that type of stuff in like a church setting, hmm. and I was told that I was a hypocrite yeah. and needed to get right with God, and yeah. like pff, yeah, everything blew up from there. Tony's getting crazy over yeah. getting yeah, a little yeah, closer. Yeah. <laughs> so like you know, but I mean that's that's just the way that I apply things in every aspect of my life. You which know, is, I, I go through those questions. Just how you should be. So no, uh, what, so I'm going to harp back a little bit because what the first thing that you said that your dad taught you about the stressful situations, Mm -hmm. it's something that you really can't practice, but, but you can't practice it like with a stupid chip or with ice. Like (laughs) that, that was beautiful. That went right along with what I was saying, Tony. It's like, you're getting this stress situation where you're like, I don't fucking want to be here, but then you're able to gain control. Like you said, gain control. Yeah. Ah, and I now I'm in the moment, and then it's a weird thing. Like I said, it's so weird. Like euphoria, it's a weird thing, man. It's weird. It's trying to tell everybody's like you're an idiot, and it's like yeah, I sound like an idiot, but when you do something that you're uncomfortable doing, and you're able to to calm yourself doing it, even though you're uncomfortable doing it, but you're able to calm yourself, you're experiencing it. It's yep. your your mind. Ah, oh, it's such a. It's such a, it's like, oh my God. It's like, this is. You're unlocking a level of mastery to things that mm -hmm. that previously was unattainable. It's, it it changes everything. It's going to sound pathetic, but, and I've only done it for three weeks, four weeks, but it like, it's helped me. In current situations, it's helped me. It's like, well, this isn't as bad as, you know, it's like, oh shit's getting stressful. It's like, I'm able, I don't know. I'm able to think more through it. I don't know. It sounds dumb. It sounds dumb, but it is what it is. So I have it and I believe it. So Cody gets mad at me all the time with stuff. Keep doing it. Cause it go through that situation. She gets mad. She's like, how do you not freaking out about this right now? I'm like, what can I change? What, what do I control about that situation? What good does Mm -hmm. me freaking out over this accomplish? Does it change anything to the positive? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Well then why am I going to do that? What's the benefit of doing that? Mm -hmm. And when you get to the point where mentally you can address every situation that comes up in your life that way. Mm -hmm. So no. Yeah, no. Excellent point. We found out we're going to have to pay our full deductible on our home to get a new roof and all that shit. And I did not even, I was like, that sucks. Yeah, the choice you have is like, all right, here it is what it is. So yeah, how do I, I deal with that? I did not go through my normal like, oh, we're going to be so broke. And I'm like, oh, I need to start selling toys and going through all that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't go through any of that. I was just like, yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Yep. So, yeah. That's a great. Yeah, yeah you know? sure. 
Excellent. Bill and Ted, excellent, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most excellent. Come on. Let's just grab away. Go with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, can we talk about this in the middle of this deep conversation when somebody gave me this maple ass? This motherfucker is oh, cranberry. Uh-huh. I've got to stop cursing. <laughs> that is a, that's a new goal. That's happening. <laughs> is that your resolution for it's, halfway through the year? That's a life rev- revolution. <laughs> Yeah, I really didn't get a lot of uh, maple from no, the, the Yeah, no. it's definitely cranberry and tart. Yeah, sure. Yes, it's the ingenious uh, maple cranberry. So I thought it was a stout because I like to pick it up. But when I poured it, it's like, huh, you're not dark. You're uh, very red and <laughs> clear. So yeah. tart and for extremely sure. Extremely tart. Yep. Yeah, it's like almost like not quite warhead puckering, but. <laughs> but, yeah, but definitely like uh like a, a full unsweetened cherry uh or cranberry juice tart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it does have that that cherry, that raw cherry juice. Yeah. Yep. Or that the unsweet yeah, like you said, unsweetened cranberry, man. Like the real cranberry juice. When you go buy it, you're like, ha ha ha. Well, real. I want the real because I'm a healthy person. Yeah. And you take a drink of that, you're like, you're like oh my god, what was I thinking? Oh. <laughs> control Z, Control Z. <laughs> <It> was, <yeah. laughs> yes. Yeah, boy. Oh my gosh, is that a shirt? Oh, it needs to be. <laughs> is that a first show shirt? You, it. Well, you're gonna, you need to like lock that down. We're gonna have to delete that. Dirk's gonna start his own shirt company. Yeah. Oh my god, I would buy that. I would rock that shirt everywhere. Mm-hmm. Control Z. Everybody's like, "What?" And you're just like, "Doesn't matter." Yep. <laughs> I did it. Undo. <laughs> Undo. Um. No. So, Dirk is not a sour guy. Well, I mean, no, I am. Dirk will drink any beer. Yes, mm-hmm. but. When he brings the beer, that's not what I was expecting. Yeah, I poured the beer. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting sour, so it hit my face. I know. Yeah. I was like, "Woo!" Yeah, that's how I was like, "Oh, this be was." Uh, every now and then, Lexa goes by a couple different like bottle shops to grab whatever miscellaneous stuff. So all this were was like mostly miscellaneous things today. But this one, I saw maple, and I saw the the logo is basically like a maple leaf with syrup over it. And I was thinking, "Oh man, it's be like a really like nice." Rich, kind of a little bit sweet stout. Hopefully not too crazy. Gets a little uh, cranberry to bring it up a little bit, but uh, I mean, it's good. It's sour, but not what I was expecting. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that sucks. Mm. No, so being honest, this tastes like a alcoholic cranberry juice to me. Yep. I like this. Mm-hmm. I would actually, I would absolutely buy this if I saw it and I was in the mood. It's good for our prostates or I, something, probably. Yeah, like yeah, I kind of want to. I kind of want to cut it with Sprite. Like, yeah. as weird as that sounds. <laughs> Ooh, this is ingenious, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you already said that, I apologize. I don't think, but ingenious. No, this is a, it's definitely cranberry juice. So I went, I mean, I go down. I About three or four times a year, I go in these anti-inflammatory crazes like I am right now. I'm, I'm involved in that right now mentally. <laughs> it's like I got to get the inflammation down. And inflammation, inflammation, and cranberry juice and cherry juice are both mm-hmm. really good for infl- and anti-inflammatory. Yeah, cranberry is great for everything. It's cherry. Awesome. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do this. And I remember buying them both from Central Market, and I was like, who oh, doggy? <laughs> so I, for like I think six weeks, I was like five. It was like five ounces of cranberry, five ounces mm-hmm. of cherry juice. Slug it. Woo! <laughs> so real stuff, and this tastes like the real stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm good with it. This is good. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely buy this again. Yeah, quite enjoyable. See, Martin House, you can have fun beers that taste good. <laughs> but I do not get the maple, Tony, like you. Nope. Not even a tiny bit. Yeah. Not even like... There's no sweetness to that at all. Nope. It tastes straight like cranberry juice. I don't get the alcohol out of it, though, either. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like you could pour this a couple of these for me, and I wouldn't know that it was. Yeah, I think it's cranberry. Cranberry. Yeah, and then by the end of it, I'd be like, "That's seven percent. I am wasted. Yeah. Hello, I am wasted, and I do not have a UTI. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissing rainbows." Oh, <laughs> you just said that. It reminded me of the Azios. Hmm. Back when of the what? What? So, so there's a oh, uh, oh the, yes, the UTI yep. over the counter drug. Yep. Uh, which apparently is also supposed to be good if you know at least like four or five days in advance that you have to take a, a pee test <laughs> and, and you've had extracurricular activities. <laughs> the only thing is, is it's crazy is it, it, it changes the colors of all of your fluids to neon color. Did you turn your sweat into Gatorade sweat? Because I would love that. <laughs> not, not the fluids that I was referencing. Boo. Urinary tract fluids. So, yeah. It's like neon green or red or whatever the color of the pill was that you bought at the time. It was just very, very... I awkward. want Gatorade sweat until that. Yeah, it's, 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 really, it's really weird when you have to go to the restroom and it's, it's like neon green and you're just like, what did, I feel like an alien in my own body. So weird. What's going on so weird yeah. But, yeah so yeah another really we- i am on like a roll of these really weird sidetrack conversations we're going places I'm, I'm letting it ride man it's uh, good stuff <laughs> oh crazy crazy so dark you you've been watching anything new here lately uh man i am notoriously always bad if everyone asks like hey what's your favorite color i'm like what's color i don't understand and then 20 minutes later i'm like Oh, my favorite colors, blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, if I'm watching anything, so Alex well, and I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say this ties into nothing, but apparently you need more cold showers and life experiences. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does not tie in, but I'm making it tie in unappropriate. I don't like it. <laughs> Play on <laughs> more. Uh, well, you get the runners high. There's oh, you. Yes. Uh, well, I'm, I don't know why I'm going backwards, but you've got to experience the same thing when. When you're able to push yourself through the moments where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore, and you're able to get through it, and when you're when you get through that, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. Yep. I'm gonna quit. But when you get on the other side of that, I'm gonna quit. You're like, Holy cow! I didn't quit. Yeah, and it, the, stronger for it. Yeah, it's the same. It's a similar thing. But anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. So you're not watching anything, huh? Yeah. Uh, so what we are watching, and we've been doing it for a little bit now, is Six Hundred Pound Life. It's one of my favorite, like, reality crappy shows. Is these, like, people who have these, you know, for the most part, unfortunately, that's, almost all of them were, like, molested as a child or had an abusive parent or something. They have horrible rough. stories. Yeah. And we watch it and just, one, it's, it's mind blowing of, like, where they're currently at. And two, we're like, come on, just, you got to stick to your diet and you're doing so close. Come on, keep it up. So that's our guilty pleasure show right now. Damn. Um, I think I'm watching something else, but again, I'm actually in 20 minutes and I'll tell you what I'm watching. <laughs> that, is, that is an intense show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I've watched a few episodes of that and I'm just like, woo. Yep. <laughs> woo. No. Some of them, they make it out. They do make it out quite often, but sometimes they don't. Yeah, sometimes they oh. oh, yeah. Okay. So here we go. Here's 20 minutes later. So not shows, but movie wise. Um, so the Oscars are what, two weeks ago or something? Yes. So I've been going through and like saying, okay, well, what's this movie? So yep. we watched the Everything Ever All at Once. Loved that. Um, oh, there was another one we watched. Uh, the Glass Onion. Hated that. And so we're just hitting the other new ones. Like, oh, man, it won some award. I have no idea it's about. Let's put it on. If it's it. good or awful or. Yeah. And nothing. So it sounds like a, very little is like stuck out to you. Like, oh, my God, you got to watch this. 
uh, everything everywhere all at once was fantastic. Loved that. It was off my ass off and really enjoyed it. Oh, and that has kind of been okay. And so on a tangent from the uh, 600 pound life show was on a the watch whale. the whale. Yeah. I, I all know is the basic premise. I'm just, you know, spoilers, almost everything else. I'm so excited. <laughs> the fact that he got an Oscar from it's making me want to watch it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Then that, that's it. I to finally get that honor. I don't even know who, like, Brandon Fraser, Fraser. Yeah, I don't know who he is, Brand, but Brandon, is it Brandon or Brandon? It's Brandon. Brandon. Fraser. Sure. Again, I have no idea. I've never heard him before. But you never saw the Mummy. Oh my God. No. Uh, oh, check that. I have seen it on TV, but not enough to like actually remember what it was about. Dude, like in the nineties, he was like the number one A list male <laughs> actor. For, oh wow, yeah, he was a little he, bit everything. Yeah, it's so crazy. Curious or not curious towards George of the Jungle, Jungle and the Mummy and George uh, George George. The Mummy was one where the the scarabs go inside the dude's skin. Right? Yeah, oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yes, I saw this on TV. I mean, 10, 15 years ago, and that part stuck with me and I oh. <laughs> he, he went from like the slapstick comedy movies to like the action hero all in the span of like two years George, like he George. did so many crazy movies that it just like huh. he was in everything for like a five or eight year period like mm-hmm. literally everything and then fell off Dang. so this was him getting an opportunity back which and he got very, it yeah very, it was crazy for, crazy very happy for okay him. cool because I saw his acceptance speech and I was like Okay, seems like a nice dude. I'll watch oh, yeah. him every he's, <laughs> he's one of those like true blue genuine. Okay, he, he, it's one of the people you see in a movie, and you're like, okay, I really want to meet him and spend some time with him because he is mm-hmm. just that freaking awesome. Yeah, we yeah. saw him, and I would have to look it up, but I don't care enough. But we saw him something recently, last two years. I was like, whoa, it's a little different. He had was bald. He was rock like almost like a criminal look. And I was like, oh, hey, and didn't recognize him. I was like, he's doing great. Yeah. And then there he is, winning an Oscar. Damn. Hell yeah. The biscuit will say, hell yeah, yeah. get it, yeah. <laughs> Life in the fast lane. Oh, <laughs> Bike club. <laughs> I think that, yeah, no, I think, hell, yeah, it's so crazy. I want to see that. I don't know. I have, like, weird things with, like, because that's something that could be real, real easily. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not necessarily a fear of it, but it's like, like six hundred pound life. Like I don't, I don't necessarily like watching that stuff. Makes me feel bad. I guess yep. maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like I always want to, and it's also want to help people. Like I don't have enough money to help people. That's a shitty thing too. Yeah, like, I do wish. I've always said, and people don't believe me, but it's like if I won the lottery, I would have enough. Mo- I would make enough money to survive. I know exactly what I need to just be done. But I would use the rest of the money to help people. Like I'd find ways to help people. Right. I would. I'd spend all yeah, my yeah. time trying to help mm-hmm. people like that. And I don't like watching that stuff because it makes me feel bad and it makes me. It's like oh, I can't. There's not. I can't fucking do it. It's like I'll do something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like I wanna. I'm gonna come. You wanna hang out? Let's play. Let's hang out because you'd see a lot of people are alone. Yeah. It's like man, oh, I, yeah. I'll hang out with you. Yeah, well, let's let's play cards or something. There was one episode where get like, going. Uh, the lady was doing pretty well, kind of staying on the schedule, kind of not. But then her dad like had just randomly passed away, like right after her procedure. Like they were out of state, mm. and apparently the police had to find the dad's body, and they didn't get there like till a couple of days later. Oh. And then so you find like, oh no! And then I think the actual the patient ends up passing away from cardiac failure, and so now it's just the mom going like. I have nothing. I have nobody. And I'm like, oh, no. And it's heart-wrenching. And you hear, I mean, this is like a six-year-old episode or something was someone watching. Yeah. So it just, but you still feel like, I, I want to do something. How can I help? And <laughs> it, it, that's, yeah. 
It's I never really like those, and I don't like the ones where the rich people are always showing off. Oh, like, that, I just I hate that. All that stuff. I'm like, yeah, cool. And then it's always like my dad. It's always my dad or mom or right. someone's rich or something. Most of the time, it's like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, no the I, the hoarders one. I, I, we try to watch that. I'm like, man, I'm gonna go help you clean your house and get you. Like I just feel like I'm gonna get you straight. I can do yep. this. I'll it's get like, you clean. No, can't do it. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. But it, it is interesting, and you get to know a different side of the hum, human world. No, oh, so yep, yeah, eye opening for sure. But yeah, no, we watched Cocaine Bear. Let's just how was that? It was awesome. It's everything that I wanted it to be. Nice. It was eighty <laughs> minutes of turn your brain off. Yep, nice. Guns blowing <laughs> off fingers and bear eating everybody and silliness, and it was just great. Yeah, like a lot of eighties music. It was awesome. Not like famous eighties music, but just eighties music. It was mm-hmm. like, the synthesizer coming in and this bear's like biting people it's like oh (laughs) this is great it's one Um, of those like i've reached the point now where it's got to be something that i just i am absolutely dying to see before i'll go to the movie theaters anymore and uh so like i i I want to watch that one but i'm gonna wait until it hits video that's where Uh, i watched it oh is it on on video video yes sir joe I got oh. it from Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's I didn't. I, I did too. not realize um, we were there yet. Uh, but, oh, you uh, did watch it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. love it. Uh it was just silly. Like, yeah, it was silly. So I wouldn't say I loved or just liked it. I did love Margot Morgan, whatever her performance. Because again, I just come off BoJack, a cool scene her in a movie. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> So wait, did were you going to that movie like expecting something crazy serious oh, and no, awesome? No, no, yeah. I went to like it's cocaine bear, and I watched. I got it, like, exactly what I wanted. Yeah, I came it. out going it's cocaine bear. <laughs> yep. And Scott Sice, my uh, internet hero, was amazing as the ambulance driver. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't speak as much or whatever, but cannot wait to go see him one day and stand up. Yeah, that'd He's be the great. funniest motherfucker. He's so funny, <laughs> but. No, it was great, Tony. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's a good eighty. It's a good ninety minute, eighty ninety minute. Turn your brain off. Yeah, yep. just yes. enjoy. Great it. Way to put it. Yeah, I put my hands. I literally on my couch put my hands behind my head and was just watching. It's like, yep. This bear's like chasing this dude up the tree. It was so funny. The bear's yeah. like going after the kid. He's like, oh no, he's gonna get the kid. And then the guy across the way had the cocaine, and so he like the bear just like <laughs> beeline for him. He's like eating him alive, and he's like, ah. Wow, it was great. We watched uh, uh, Bert Kushner or Kushner. Bert Kushner. Yeah, he's got a new special out on uh, Netflix called Razzle Dazzle. Okay, dude is Oh my god, yes, <laughs> laughed so hard. I la- <laughs> like I had to Took stop his- it. I had to stop it because I was laughing so hard I couldn't freaking breathe. Taking his shirt off. <laughs> oh yeah, it's always a thing. He's so funny. So, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's great. He 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 talks a lot about. Uh, his kids in this one and like oh, how they how they influence or how he's influenced their dark sense of humor oh, and no. how they influence his <laughs> interactions with his dad and stuff like that and like uh like not to give too much of it away mm-hmm. but like his 12 year old daughter for her birthday wanted the family to go to a um uh uh the, the lock room uh escape room Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And and he looked at her and he's like, "Why do you?" He was. She specified to grandpa and and grandma and then mom and dad. And he's like, "Why do you want your grandpa and me in an escape room together?" And she looked at him. She's like, "Cause what I want is the chaos." <laughs> 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 and then he, <laughs> like, 
like straight faces. Like that started me already. Like Whoa. that kid right there is something yep. special. Just, yep. <laughs> but then he yep. goes through the story of what happens. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my god. Got your he, hands he full there, it, Dad. He ends it. She's like looking up. She's all, thank you. It was exactly what I wanted for my <laughs> birthday. And I'm like, oh my god, that girl. <laughs> that awesome. Is, that is insane. <laughs> but it is such a funny. It is such a funny stand-up special. He's yeah. He's great. Yeah, my sister-in-law saw him live three months ago or something, and he was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, good yeah, for him, man. I would love to see him live. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that would be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Asian dude Lee, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Lee, Lee, Lee. The he and <laughs> uh, are you, is it the the one from like The Hangover or? No, that's the first Asian dude that comes to my mind. That's so. funny. Um, I'm thinking of the, the Quan Lee person from Everything Everywhere. No, but... comedian Lee. Uh, oh, come on. No, now I gotta find him. I don't. Know. Him and the see, I don't even know the red. The, there's a redheaded dude. They're both going on tour together. Hmm. I was like, oh, oh my god, I want to go to this, and here I am with no names. <laughs> if only I was able to take notes and write names down. Yeah. But it's one of the first. Uh, comedy tours that I was like I kind of want to buy tickets for this oh God, so, I want to see Bill Burr I would love to go to a Bill oh, Burr comedy special man, that'd be crazy yeah <laughs> just, that, that would be amazing I, I'd what love is the that. name of the little dicky show Jesus Christ uh, oh 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 so it's little so, the redheaded guy in little dicky mm-hmm. his agent it's him right, right I can't think of that guy's name right now <laughs> I don't even know Little Dicky. Oh my sure God! He's that. a comedian rapper. It's he, he makes some real funny shit. So. We're in trouble now. We, that was a well. What? Oof. We need to come. So Saturday, yep. We're introduce, <laughs> yeah, let me we're sit down and introduce Tony to Little yeah. Dicky. Because tonight is nothing. We'll no, be, I've got to get up in like yeah, six hours. So we'll be here all tonight. night long. So Andrew, yeah. So Andrew Santino and uh, I'm gonna hold on. I'm finding the tour. They're both hilarious. Him and Lee. I know his name's Lee. I'm gonna feel bad when I don't when I'm wrong. <laughs> but they are coming to Dallas. I was like, oh my god! They're, look at that! Bam! Mm. Toyota Music Factory with best uh, Bobby, Bobby Lee. Lee. See, yes, thank gosh. Thank Jamie god Lee Curtis. Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee is also hilarious. That guy. Okay, I recognize oh. the face. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know his I name. I was like, but... this was the first time in like tw- like ten years. I was like, oh, I kind of want to go to this comedy show. It's like hell yeah. Because I love them both. But I really love this guy. He is hilarious. This dude, Man. the little di- in the Dicky Little Dicky show, he steals so many scenes. Because <laughs> Little Dicky's like, oh, I'm going to put my dick on this thing. And he like pops out. And he's like, that's a fucking terrible idea. You can't do that. Uh-huh. You're going to lose it. Blah, blah. It's just, he's just like, his comedic timing is just on Oh, point. that's fantastic. <laughs> and he was in this show. Oh, so with both off the last season of The Office had Clark Duke and another guy. Ah, oh, true. Man, oh, they were both there. Um, like one the of one the that stole. Aunt, yeah, no, one of the guys that stole. Aunt, there were only two new guys in The Office. There were two new guys. Mm-hmm. It was Clark Duke, the squirrely looking dude. I saw and, last season once and I purged yeah, the rest. It's a good <laughs> idea. The other dude was uh, Plop. It was Plop. Oh, yeah. okay. So it was those name, two guys. Okay. Well, they oh, got, yeah, yeah. I remember his face now. Okay. They were in a show with uh, th- with um, that guy. And I can't remember what the name of the show was, but it was, oh, it was a great show. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was about 70s. <laughs> but it got canceled. So, I don't know. Womp, womp. 
I don't know. Love it. But we also finished you season four. It was all right. Sorry. Right. You. We also finally watched the end of the last of us, which I think Tony, you'd said you already seen. Yeah. So I, I last, last week when we were on the podcast, yep. it was when we talked about mm-hmm. it. I didn't want to give it away cause it was still really fresh. Yep. Yeah. A lot of people didn't want to do that spoiler thing, but yeah, I, I loved that. that yeah, was, I will say screen to video game, very good. That that's another one of those. the The ending of that is very Lady and the Tiger esque. Like there was like oh, a, I, they, so when the when the season finishes mm-hmm. and you're watching it, they have like it, it immediately rolls into like a recap of like the producers and director and actors and stuff talking about it. Oh, okay. And like I don't remember if it was producer, director, whatever. He was like, "That's one of the greatest things about this is that it it." it it created a controversy on how that final scenes went down anger type as thing. to whether should he have done what he did or should he not have, was it right, right. or was it wrong okay. type, type thing. And like, it's, it's pretty well split, you know, half oh, the people sure. are like, Oh no, that's, I would have done the exact split same the room. And the other people are like, hell no. What, why would you? <laughs> right. So yeah, it's, it's, it's very well done. Very Gorgeous. well done. Now I'm about to put Derek on the spot, sir. Yeah. Uh, the, Last of Us Part One is coming to PC within the next two weeks, I believe. Yeah. Are you per- are you gonna purchase that? Nope. Oh, I knew, yeah. it. I knew it. You really should. <laughs> I've I got a. If not purchase, then find a way to not purchase but still watch. <laughs> I, I've I watch YouTube clips. I know the the gist of the main plot. It's one of those. I'm sure it's rather. I know it's a great game, but um, I have very limited gaming windows, so my current crushes are. Playing Stardew again because I can play on the TV with Alexa and it's super chill. Or I'm playing Warhammer Dark Tide, which is like a first person shooter thing, or Warhammer Total War. So I got those three right now. There's a few of the games kind of floating on the list. And with, uh, I think honestly, if I was trying to get, I guess that's not exclusive PlayStation anymore, but I want to do God of War back in Rock pretty badly. Yep. No, no, no. I didn't, I'm not talking about playing the game. I'm talking about like this TV series is coming to disc. Like no. Well, I was talking about the oh, game. Oh, you were talking about the game? Oh, okay. The game's coming to PC. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. previously said, it was only Sony PlayStation. Right. He had said he couldn't wait for it to come to PC, and now look at, listen to him now. Yeah, the backpack and the fast, isn't it? Just... <laughs> yeah, I think that the next big, triple, whatever game one do, it's, it's got to be Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh, I just, I love the first one so, so, so much. Um, Which is crazy because, so what's crazy is because I do too. Mm-hmm. But I... It was between Ragnarok or so PlayStation, whatever they're they always going so pretty quick. So that's why I'm going to hold off on Ragnarok. Right. I'm going straight for Resident Evil Four. Yep. It's going to yeah, be the remake. It's going to be intense. Yeah. Same thing with the uh, Last of Us. The reason why I've held off on it and still probably hold off is I, I mean, like years ago when it's only PlayStation, I was like, I'll never play this. I'll just read all the the spoilers and watch all the clips. So I do it. I, I rather I've done it. So I'm sure the gameplay is still phenomenal, but. Oh, if I pick between a game where I know characters X and Y do action Z or a game where I love the first one and here's a second one that everyone has given good reviews on. Second game is amazing. It, the game is amazing. Mm-hmm. The game is amazing. Yep, yep. The story is... The game is amazing. <laughs> the second one? The game is amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, the story oh. is... The game is amazing. Oh. <laughs> It's like, ah, can't wait for them to adapt this. Right. It's hard to even bring it up right now because so many people are into the show, which is crazy. Yep. So it's just a fucking, that's such a weird thing, too, going to work. Like, hey, man. Everybody's like talking about The Last of Us, and I'm like, ah, 
I've actually played both of these games before they even announced the TV show. Yeah. It's huh. <laughs> so, oh man, I, I love this, this, and this. And I'm like, you won't for long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, so you like that? That's cool. <laughs> you won't for long. Yep. There was, <laughs> I, know. Was a point, and I, I don't want to give too much away, but there was a point where a certain character um, may or may not have continued to be in the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't. No. And he's like, oh, but maybe. If this ends this, then yeah. I'm going to end watching because, like, this this my character right now. This is what has drawn me in. This is my character. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it makes me understand why my mom was always, when I would be like, oh, man, Game of Thrones. She's like, yeah, you like that? I'm like, yeah. She's like, good. Keep liking it. Like yeah. it as hard as you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I will. Love it. She's like, yeah, who's your favorite character? Johnson. Oh, that's a good one. Keep blocking that Jon Snow, Jason. It's going to work out real yep. good for yep. you. Invest all your emotions right in him. <laughs> like, funnel it. Funnel it. I, Mom played me like a fool with that show because I was like, oh, man, uh, Stark died, but now we got Rob. He's so great. And she's like, yeah, he is. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, like Rob yeah. Stark, don't you, Jason? <laughs> He's a good boy, isn't he? <laughs> like, yeah. See, I did that with the books before they came out with the show, and then I got to a point where after like the seventh person that I liked died, I was like, fuck you, Ryder. I'm not reading any more of your shit. Yep. And I put it down mid-story, and yep. I haven't touched it since. <laughs> well, that's what I said. That's what she was doing. It's like, I remember, I'll never forget telling her, oh man, Sirius Black, he's so great. She's like, ha ha ha. Oh. Ha ha ha. That one strikes true. That's, and that's one of your mom's favorite characters too. Well, she really loved, was it Fred and George Weasley? Yeah. Ooh. And then, and then yeah. Sirius yeah. Black oh. too. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Sirius, Sirius was probably my favorite character I in, in Sirius the Harry Potter Black. too. Yeah. He was so, he, and Gary Oldman was like spot on. Oh my God, mm-hmm. he did such a great job. And to be honest, dude, the original casting for all those characters was amazing. Like the original Dumbledore could not have oh, been better. Yeah, like so I, I good. still like if there's one thing, so if, as crazy as it sounds, mm-hmm. if there's one thing I could go back in cinematic timeline and mm-hmm. and like save somebody's life so they could finish the series, yeah. it would have been uh, Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. For, what a weird thing. It was just oh. genuine and. Well, it was like he he actually read man. the books. Yeah, knew. like that was one of the things when Michael Camden took over. He didn't even read Harry Potter. Like he, oh, just a role. He just read the role mm-hmm. on paper and decided this is how he was going to make the character. Oh. And and was like, how do you take something that is the biggest book it's so trash, yeah. and and just try to do it on your own? Like it, no. I mean, it, it I was mean, so bad. Vigo Mortensen did a decent job with Aragorn. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said he didn't read it, I believe, but. I might be wrong on that, but I thought he did. Oh, that guy. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, that's... <sighs> Harry Potter's sad now because Alan Rickman and all of them, everybody's yep. passing away. They're all dying. I saw somebody do something that actually looked like it might be halfway decent. That They took... Uh... I can't remember his name to save my life, but the guy that played uh, uh, Kylo Ren in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, 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 Adam Driver. Yeah. Oh, look at me. Oh. <sighs> They they put him they put him as a young Snape for like a prequel into like his years Ooh, his years right. as a, a dark wizard with Voldemort's first rise before uh, he kill kills Harry's family or whatever and I was like you know what I can actually see he looks they put him in the Snape oh, yeah. uniform was like he looks like a young Alan yep. Rickman like it's insane like yep. he could actually pull that off dude so being real how how dumb are they for not immediately 
Let's go. So Hunger Games is going to try to do it with President Snow. That's going to bomb, in my opinion. I think it's going to. I actually, oh, really? I actually, I actually know that it's going to bomb. Ooh. It's not going to be good. But how dumb were are they for not just immediately diving into a Voldemort origin thing like with the first? Because you've got the Order of the Phoenix. They spend a whole entire movie talking about the order of the original Order of the, order of the Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, you're like, I want to. Oh my god, I want to know. I want to know about the original. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You get so excited about it, but they really don't. You know, well, yeah, you it's like like you said, they created all this original backstory and everything like that. Like they could have, and they kind of did with Fantastic Beats, where they Not, they yeah. drive in a little bit into some of the earlier history with Dumbledore and and all that other stuff that goes in from there. But yeah, they totally could have had another seven or eight movie series on Harry's parents. They should have immediately right? went to it, like them going to school and the you know oh the, my God. the 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 Martyrs map. Uh, you know, all them coming together and their Dude, friendship, and they could have yeah. waited. They could have waited three years and immediately went into how Voldemort came to power the first time. Kept riding the wave, but they went to Fantastic Beasts, which was so like extremely different. Like, they, well, it, I mean, I think as crazy as it sounds, they picked a really good point where they could do that, right? Yeah, because they went back all the way well before Voldemort. Right, because this is someone. This is when when Dumbledore is younger, yeah. and his rise into how he becomes the greatest wizard of the time and defeats Grindelwald, who was who was the dark wizard that was the predecessor to Voldemort. So at that point, once they finish, once they completely finish the story, there they can pick up and like him, be, you know, being headmaster at Hogwarts and the different students that come in through there and bring Tom Riddle in mm. and. Like they could easily continue it that way. Uh, now that they've introduced those characters in in, in that way, they so, so where was you know they started too early and they didn't. Dumbledore kind of tied it, I guess. Jude Law did really good though, I thought. Yeah, yeah, but no, I guess I guess you didn't know, but they are done with that. It is over. They're gonna leave it on a cliffhanger, of course. <sighs> Which made it even worse. It's like, man, and they will, they replaced the bad guy like five different times. Hey, yeah. Colin Farrell, Johnny Depp, and then whoever the most recent. Well, the, the Colin Farrell, Johnny Depp one was in the same movie. Like, they, well, but, but I mean, you're still, yeah, yeah. you got to, well, one thing for us, Tony and <laughs> Dirk, too, you got to think like a creatine. You can't think like a smart person. <laughs> yeah. You got to think like an average consumer that's like, I went to see this movie and there were two bad guys. Yeah, Mads Michelson, that one pissed me off because I don't really like him anyway. And the whole reason why they replaced Johnny Depp on that was retarded. And yep. Johnny, Johnny did such a great job with that character. And so yeah, that, so from what I understand, they're done with that. And but that's why I was like, if they would have tied it back and brought, if they would have advertised it as a Double Door origin story or advertised it as a Voldemort origin story, like I am so into a Voldemort origin story, like I shouldn't be, but I am. It's like, why did this dude go bad? What the fuck? You know, they, they, they hint on it in Harry Potter, and they hint on it in the books. But I'm so into that. Like, sign me up. I'd go see every single movie. Yeah. And I like imagine him at school trying to fall in love with the Potter. Oh my god, it'd be just great. The whole thing would be great. And they're like, no, we're just gonna go back here and tell this story. Okay. And then it failed. The rumors right now, which you will not like and I do not like, is that they're considering rebooting Harry Potter. And I was like, oh, God. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yep. Boo. No. Yep. I was like, Ooh. They'll do prequels and sequels and sidequels, but 
there's no way. I said there's there's plenty of stories that you could you could expand on in the universe as far as prequel, like you said with the Voldemort. You could do the life after, you know, because she actually wrote a play on that, so you could tie that in. You could do Harry Potter's life as an Aurora, or even the Goblet of Fire. There's also other like sorcery schools. Go visit one of those for an episode. Or you, you, she created the universe that gives you unlimited opportunity, Mm -hmm. like the game, like the game, right? right? Completely separate story. Uh, with little unique tie-ins and, and hints to and, and stuff like that. There's a whole universe that you could play off of. Why go back and reboot that? Like, that's that's one of those... It's just... It's too soon, for one. Like, I could understand 30, 40 years from now, maybe? But mm-hmm. right now, like, it's still fresh for people. Yeah. And the thing that I read was it's like Warner Brothers only cash cows. Like, woo, that's bad for you. Bad for you, sirs. Yeah, bad decision for Names. the people that took over Warner Brothers. We watch, just gonna piss people off. Kayla and I watched one of my repetitive YouTube pages, and he was like, "Yeah, they're <laughs> they're leaking. They're leaking that they're thinking about reboot." I was like, "Oh god, it's a bad idea." But go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Yeah, Voldemort go origin forward. story or the origins of the order of you know Harry's parents and 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 Sirius and all that. And do something that all these other series are afraid to do. Go fucking forward. Yeah. Go forward. <laughs> Star Wars like we can't do that. We got to include Skywalker. Well, I could have watched a movie that was a hundred years after Luke Skywalker and probably not been as upset as I was with all, all these new movies. Yeah. It's like go forward. Don't be so scared. Oh no, we got to include Harry Potter. Just, no, just you don't. keep it. Keep it true to the lore that's already been created. Yeah. Like that's my. Th- that's the thing that look they they could have done any number of things with the Star Wars universe, and I yep. wouldn't have been upset, except for they wiped away everything that the lore had already created. Yep. That's what pissed me off about it all. You know, you had seventy five or ninety books of what happens after, you know, right Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Empire Strikes, but I don't even remember anymore which one's the last one. Wow, that's that's bad. Return of uh, the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Uh, you know, you got all these books that happened after that, and they didn't pick up on any of that stuff, yep. right? They they just we're gonna take we're gonna make all that which stuff non canon and make our own story, and your own story were, like, sucked. They were shoehorned. Yeah, it sucked. They were shoehorned. It's like well, we have to like you know we have to marriage. We have to do the glove of Darth Vader. Blah blah blah. blah X Y Z. You know, I have to have. Uh, uh, what was it like Luke had kids or like uh, Chewbacca died on the moon or a planet when the moon fell into him. They were so like, felt like they were very constrained. So fair that they said, nah, we'll do it just a movie cinematic universe. But then what the fuck? Why why did y'all pick the choices you did? If you want to toss it away, back it up. Well, like I said, they did. If, if they didn't want to go with the canon that was already written in the books, they could have done, like Jason said, another hundred years past that. Mm-hmm. That's what they should right? have done. So here's here's where the a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, here's where the Jedi Order stands after the passing of Grandmaster Luke I Skywalker. Could have, I could have easily dealt with them just walking past a statue of Luke like, he yep. did great things. Yep. Yeah, okay. But also, he was a little spooky, and there's the controversy. It's like, he was good, but was he bad? And I don't know, and... He was drinking or, milk, green well, milk. Or they just did green milk all over his face. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and porgs. Like, if you watch... Oh, man, we could do this all night. It's a, it's a bad topic. But if you watch Return of the Jedi and then turn around and watch The Last Jedi, it is a gross misconduct of character. Oh, oh yeah. It's disgusting. Well, he said that himself in all the interviews and everything yep. else. Is, this so is not true to the character. Mm-hmm. This is it's not so what this rough. character would do. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, ah, it's so, it's so bad. It's like, he's like speaking of hope. I know there's good in him. And then it's like, he switched the last Jedi and he's all out in the middle of drinking cow. I'm like, I don't give a crap about the force. <laughs> what? I'll toss his lightsaber. It's like, so cool. Whoa. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> right. It hurts. It hurts to watch. Yeah. I would dare anybody to watch those two movies back to back and find some kind of like, Oh yeah. Good. I dare you. Anyways. Yeah. I don't, Oh man, that's a bad thing to leave everything on. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars still sucks. Yeah, well, hey, looking forward. Uh, we're brewing our second beer this Sunday. Ooh. So hopefully it goes well and smoother than last time and less panic. Uh, our first beer, it finished. It firmed well. Uh, we're still letting it less if like a week or two before so the flavors can settle out. But uh, that's doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I get grass next Friday. So I got three pallets of grass. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> um. What are they? What? Not grass. What are they called? God. Astroturf. Think. Nope. Yo. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. Weed. Yep, good. <laughs> Have at it. Yeah. Oh, um, crush it, brother. Cider. No. Sod. Sod. Thank you. Jesus. Mm. So not cider. Sod. Is it actually grass? No, it's sod. It's a okay. pallet. Like yep. a like the little squares. Yep. Yep. So you gonna be throwing them down, huh? Yeah, Get at so it, I'm getting three pallets. Each one's about 1,000 pounds. So if I, I did 2,000 pounds last Friday of dirt, then I'll do 3,000 pounds of grass this next Friday. Yeah. So it only cost you half a half a million dollars. No big deal. Yeah, a slip disc and no, it's all okay. No <laughs> Don't be slipping no disc. Trust me yeah. on that, sir. You can come in the ice freezer with me. Yeah, there we go. Come on, let's go. Is there a Groupon uh, thing for it? <laughs> it is. It is cold, 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 but it is worth it. It's so. three peas in one pod. We'll all share. <laughs> yep. We can all stare at each other's faces while you freeze to death. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, that's all I got. I don't have anything new to add. Okay. I'm all tapped out with my dark and mysterious and yeah. serious. And <laughs> it was like a end of like a company meeting. Uh, anybody got anything to say? I'm out. Yeah. Okay, you done? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I know that mean I go to and uh, I got to prep for it. So uh, strike the earth and don't step on snake. Life in the fast lane. <laughs> Raise profits. <laughs> <laughs>